0: What up, artists? My name is Dwayne Jones. I'm the creative director and founder of a lifestyle brand called Art Pays Me. This is the Art Pays Me podcast, and I'm passionate about finding ways that people like you and me can make a living for ourselves off of our creativity. And, you know, maybe we can make the world a better place at the same time. Let's get into it. Welcome to Art Pays Me. Today we have David Strickland. So, David... What do you do?
1: who that's a tricky question. I'm an artist,
0: Yeah.
1: little artist, um, producer, engineer, DJ, um, artivist. It's an activist. I use my art to uh-huh. uh, speak to uh, issues um, and things that need to be discussed sometimes. We don't want to talk about them. And sometimes art is a good, or entertainment can be a good way to uh, bring those discussions up, so.
0: Yeah, that's what I do. Got you, got you. So, I was checking out the uh, the new album, Spirit of Hip Hop. It's dope. I'm I'm actually I'm surprised I haven't heard of you. Like, or like more familiar with your music, man. Like, it's just fire. So, congratulations on that. Thank and you. I I see you got like the Halifax Halifax guy Jordan on one of my favorite tracks actually. Yeah, um, Turtle Island. Yeah, so um. How you been coping with
1: the, the quarantine and all that stuff? I've just been hiding out, getting stuff done, you know, doing interviews, uh painting, making music, just keeping keeping low-key, you know. I'm pretty this is kind of like my thing anyway. So yeah, you know, the only the only thing about it was this is the one time I wanted to be out, you know, uh, promoting the album and stuff, so it kinda like sucks that I can't, but you know, I'm making the most of it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Safe, right? Yeah. Where do you grow up? You do you grow up in Ontario as well? Scarborough. Scarborough. Scarborough right? bread. Right? Yeah. So what was it like? Like what were some of your influences coming up from a music
1: standpoint? Uh musically, uh one of my biggest influences um was funk, um, uh, dance hall, yeah. um, you know, um a lot of the old music comes into play um, and that comes through in in making new music so I mean and then when you get into to, to, to as far as hip-hop influences there's a lot of um you know the funk is there and you know my big brother E-double he brings that funk and that's uh, maybe a way reason why we we mesh so well but you know mm-hmm. um, if you go back to when a time when you know there were session players and you know motown days and there was a different energy when creating music um so so i kind of try to tap into that energy more as as far as being just like um one dimensional i want to you know i want to want to feel what i'm listening to you know right so right. i have a lot of influence from um an era that's gone and and you know as time moves on further away from that right so
0: mm. yeah so would you say like in terms of your make, your music making process you prefer like the, the live studio situation like where it's just
1: you sometimes and sometimes I like to mix both you know sometimes like um and it could go both ways like I could program something and then go back and add live instrumentation to it and then I you know I, it's like um I was, I was gonna say like baking or something, but not really. Like as long as you give, you're you putting in and taking out, right? You're not just, I don't go by rules. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of times people have a set way they do things and I, I don't, it's like to like mix it up. You never know what can happen. So right. that's my attitude, I keep open by. Got you, got you.
0: And um, so one thing I, I, I like, or I find really interesting too, that like, you talked about hip-hop as native culture in like a twenty first century context. You wanna explain what you mean by that?
1: Well, it's my tattoos here, you know, which is saying that it's the same thing. Our culture is the same as hip hop. The DJ mm-hmm. is the drummer. Yeah. he's the storyteller, the B-boy is a dancer, the graffiti artist is the petroglyph writer or the sand painter. And Basically, I mean, there's the the fifth knowledge is peace, love, unity, and understanding. There's, you know, it's more than the four elements now, but um, I'm just trying to show the correlation between the cultures. And this is not just, um, you know, this goes for all indigenous culture um, in Africa. Uh, There's indigenous culture all over the world. But I'm in North America, Turtle Island. So um, I'm connecting with what I know, with, you know, my people and showing that, you know, we, this is a. This has always been here. Mm-hmm. This is not new, and yeah. we need to utilize this modern context because what's happened is the colonization. You know, there's a time when we couldn't even perform ceremonies, or we had to hide things, and and that's taking its toll. And some some places things have been lost, right? Mm-hmm. So this is a vehicle that we can use to tell our story. That's what I'm getting at. Right. Right. So because like, yeah. Just wrapped when you see that the storyteller it doesn't mean. You just have to rap. You can sing, you can rap, you can spoken word. There's no, I'm not putting anything in a box, right? Right, right.
0: So like, I I was looking into your background and they talked about like the idea of Indian status being revoked and all that kind of stuff. And you brought up an interesting point about like um, some of the requirements they're asking you for are things that are lost due to colonization.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I find that interesting too, like for me as a, a person of African descent, I was, so I'm from Bermuda and my friend probably posted a list of um, just, it was funny, like, well not, not really, but slave owners were given like reparations because they had mm-hmm. to give away their slaves. Wow. <laughs> and um, the list of names, were like a bunch of names of black people I know, including my my own family name, right. and it's like that's as far back as I go though. Like that's as far back can't as my call. history. Right, right. I can't I can't really directly connect to my African culture. Um, so to say that I'm not really African descent is crazy, right? So,
1: <laughs> so what what the situation was was here you had colonization made things a certain way. So they said, okay, we're going to try and right that wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the numbers got too big. So they put in an agreement, but in that agreement, it was, it was a lot of racist, like in my opinion, like sentiment, like things that like, For example, they wanted pictures of us in ceremony Mm -hmm. or pictures of us. So for example, in ceremony, I don't take pictures in ceremony, number Mm -hmm. one. Number two, you wouldn't ask uh, somebody of a religious faith to send pictures of them praying and stuff. Mm -hmm. Then they asked, they wanted pictures of us, say like I was at a powwow and somebody took a picture and it was in the paper. Now how many people are A, gonna have that? Mm -hmm. Number two, how many pictures are gonna get into the thing? The biggest point of all that was, the powwows in the area in the region, were not didn't come back till after this, right? So you like I think they're what six, seven, eight, nine, tenth year now. So you're asking for pictures. You guys erased us from you know doing our our traditional things and doing ceremony and stuff in in public or in period because people were so ashamed and they hid it and it started getting lost. Yeah, and then you want proof. That we're being, even though you have the genealogy, Mm -hmm. you know who everybody is, and they probably had it already. So you have that, and you're saying that that's legit. But then you're like, okay, well, I you gotta have this now, and I'm like, well, you're asking for something that even things like proof that I would go to the island. Mm -hmm. I'm like, how would I keep? Why would I keep plane tickets from 30 years ago? Right. Thinking I'm gonna need it. So that's already unfair. Then. Um, then the other interesting part was, here you have, um, so my family originally comes from Halifax mm-hmm. in Nova Scotia. Okay. And some of us got trapped, and then some of us got sent back and pushed our reserves, and there's so many stories of, of you know, depending on what part of the family you're talking about. So for those of us who were left on the island, um, there's, they, they've made this band that is a landless band meaning there's no reservation. We don't uh-huh. have any land, okay? So <laughs> after that, you've established in your mind that, okay, we're a landless band. Now the issue was, you have to prove connection to the community, which means frequent travel. So they're saying, if you don't go to the island, just like you were saying, well, I'm not African now because I can't prove it, mm-hmm. look at me, right? <laughs> so you're saying, uh, we know I come from the island, but but now you're saying, I can't be a part of the band because I don't live on the island or I don't go to the island enough. Mm-hmm. But yet that's supposed to change my that doesn't change who I like my my roots. That doesn't change my genealogy. Yeah. Right? So I'm still indigenous, but you're not gonna recognize me now after you asked me to be stand up and be accounted. So and you're like, okay, you're legit, but and you know, so you don't have any place for me to go to. I mean, I could go there on my own, but like you're saying, we don't have a reserve mm-hmm. and all these other things. And then, so it's like this circle of you're just doing it all over again. Right. And it's just yeah. like, it's absurd to say that, well, if I left my reservation, that I'm, that means I'm not indigenous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It so doesn't make any sense. So I, that's where I have issues. Um, and, you know, here we are a year after I've, so we've had a few cases in, in the courts about this Mm -hmm. federal court and one of the one of the results was um, a letter that was issued to some of us Mm -hmm. um, to add stuff and I added some stuff and that was about May 2019 I the deadline was and I sent and I just went ham on you know because I don't have a lot of stuff from the past but I have tons of stuff from now yeah um, so I overwhelmed and, you know, it was crazy because I was performing at the indigenous Peace awards last year. So I was like, the timing was crazy. And then now, if you look yesterday at Spotify, uh, indigenous people's day was like, I was, you know, the poster boy. Mm. So I'm just like, <laughs> you know, whatever guys um, at that point, but I can't give up the fight. And it's not about them revoking the status or me having my status card anymore. It's more about what it, the effects it's had on people, on people's families, um, how people's lives would have been different. um, And it's deep-rooted. And I just talked about this with somebody earlier, and that's where the issue is, is that you've... You know, you've kind of like... You know, it's like coming into a house and causing havoc and then just walking out. And then when you come back, you're yelling at the people for the mess. Yeah. So... it's it's deeply offensive um it affected a lot of people in my family i'm sure um so that's where my issue is um the card thing the status card in a way is like um yeah there's some things about it i like and i don't like you know what i'm saying so it's it's not a i don't really care about having the card or being registered or being you know it's not even about that it's about Mm -hmm. the fact that you know this is like wrong on so many levels, and the idea was to correct some some atrocities from the past. So you know, right? What card? And that's why I chose to speak on it in the music. Mm-hmm. Because that's the one avenue I could uh, control the the narrative, right? Right. Um, you know, in their courts, I have to speak a certain way. I have to act a certain way. It's legal has, has its own language, and if you don't understand that language, you're not gonna have any good results, right? So. Yeah. right so
0: so when you're your your art is more on the production side so do you technically like seek out artists that could speak to that like and lend uh, lend voice to those sort of issues
1: sometimes it doesn't always um i don't always go into it with um a concept or or mm. a plan you know um yeah sometimes i will seek out people appropriate mm. um it all depends you know um the creation processes happen sometimes in their own way. Yeah, um, I don't know if you heard the song "Helpless." Yes. So "Helpless" was the last song I did on the album. I wasn't even planning on putting that song on there; it just kind of happened. Um, and I was doing a little mini tour with Violent Ground, and we were just hanging out. And we we're like, ah, let's make some music, right?" And I was yeah. more thinking of doing something for them because my album was already finished in my in my in my mind. Yeah, But at that time when we made that song, um, I lost so many people during the making of the album. Mm. And then one of my best friends died last summer. Mm-hmm. And um, the topic, so there was two things about that song. The topic, if you heard the song, you know the topic's kind of deep. Yeah, and That's also how I was feeling at that time. So the topic we were talking about was like, wow, like, you know, there's got to be other people out there feeling like this, you know, mm-hmm. somewhere in and Turtle Island, but not just from an indigenous standpoint in general. And then on top of that, that's kind of how I was feeling when we made the song because you know life is fragile, and it was just like, oh, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. you're just left here, like wow, you know. And how do you move on, and how do you, how do you, um you know, heal from that, right? So that that song was kind of healing and expression, and those things will just happen. And so when they do, you try to capture them and, you yeah. know, that's like what I was trying to do there. And then when I, I, I when I was finished, I was like, yeah, this has to be on the album now. Like, it's just yeah. one of those things, you know?
0: Yeah, so it's like almost serendipitous. Like, yeah. So, like, we're, I, I say we're in a, a period of revolution right now. I mean, it started, it got kicked off by a black man being killed, but, like, it's really everyone's starting to look at everything now in a real way, like how everyone's getting treated. Indigenous lives matter, like all of that. Like, how do you feel about the changes or if they are changes coming?
1: Uh, I think it can be positive. I mean, you can't, you know, some people are upset that they're going too far, but like what's too far and, and why do you feel that way? And if, you know, if you can't recognize that, the whole foundation of this society is built on white supremacy, and mm. and everything is the narrative is displayed in a way like I just seen a meme the other day about um, the prime minister called somebody a, a piece of pos, piece of doo doo, right? Mm-hmm. And he didn't get ejected, and then right. have uh, a person of color um, accusing someone of being racist, and then they're getting more slack for being accusing when it was blatantly a racist thing. And then like, it's like, that just proves everything right there. Yeah. Arrest rest my case, the guy is catching more flack for calling, calling it out than the actual person for being racist. Like that, yeah. like that person should have been ejected. Why would you stop that motion? Mm-hmm. Give me one valid reason why you don't think the RCMP should be investigated or how accountable. all the things that he was, that same was proposing. What? What's so threatening in there for you? Exactly. What if? What if there's there there's some truth in there? So like, that just this it shows you right there. And I mean, I'm not going to get into what I think of the block and mm-hmm. some of those things that are happening to me. I mean, I know a lot about history and the history of Canada, so I'm not ignorant. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's insulting. Yeah, it's insulting. It's insulting to. Because let's get one thing straight. Not all white people, no matter where they're from, are racist. I mean, mm-hmm. there's good people and bad people on Everywhere. every corner of the planet. And if you're gonna think like that, then that's gonna be a problem. Yeah. So I'm not speaking, like, look at me. I got, um, I get really dark, but I get really light. Mm-hmm. You know, like, my kids are all with black women. I'm, mm-hmm. not, I'm not one thing or another on everything. Yeah. Is, yeah. And I'm spirit. Spirit. Yeah. That's what counts as spirit. And that's what the problem is here. Yeah. Um, so it's more um, you know, good and bad, like you, you know, you have to be a good person and if 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 you're feeling threatened by that, then you know, like I've been seeing a lot of this stuff about oh the history, and then I'm like, Yeah, but if you're if you're um being privileged off of that, then you have to take that into account and you know, like Nobody's asking everybody to drain their accounts and start all over. You know, <laughs> That's what I think they're scared of We just, just all <laughs> want to treat each other with love and respect and be nice to be like, I, I'm in a big city and sometimes I'm just appalled at some of the way people behave yeah and sometimes I'll um, I've had moments where I react with the same thing, but now I try to react with love and you know like sometimes it's called for, but sometimes like man, it's 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 a balance between survival, yeah, and and like trying to um, teach somebody because there's always a teaching moment, right? Sometimes mm. like people do stuff and and I try to teach them and people don't get that about me and I'm like, you know, I could go off the rails, but like it's just gonna be a problem sometimes. So like I just try to warn people, like you know, even if it's like seeing a guy yesterday, a couple of people driving like maniacs, and I'm like. I don't need to do nothing. That guy is going to be a danger to himself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that dude's going to crash eventually. You keep driving like that, it's not going to be a good a good result. So, I mean, you know, yeah, like you can't, you know, save everybody. But mm-hmm. I'm just trying to be more positive. You know? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, it's not I heard, always uh, right. I hear that. So, uh, I mean, like, so growing up, sometimes I remember. I don't know if it was like this for you, but sometimes you just have dudes that just, they try to test you a little bit. And yeah. it's like, you got to find that right balance of letting them know you're, you're not here for play, but at right. the same time, remembering, I got to respect certain boundaries. Yeah, you
1: can't always rush into a situation, start busting shots off, right? That's, yeah. I mean, you gotta. You kind of got to, I always say, I can't fall into the trap. Yes, exactly. Right. You know, because then I'm just hurting myself. Uh, some a friend of mine always says, you know what I, he said, just remember, I got stuff to do tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I can't do it from jail, <laughs> this, right? This is it. You know, this somebody pulled a knife on me the other day walking. Around. Oh, really? Some homeless guy pulling wow. a knife. And I was like, what? I jogged to the car, got a weapon. I'm like, okay, what's up? And he didn't want none. I was like, well, yeah, I yeah. was about to pay $2, man, but. You never know, you got to be ready. So, right, you know, right. Be be in shape, you know, you got to, you know, train and get stay ready. ready. ready yeah, you never know. So, stay ready and try not to like, it's a balance. Everything's a balance, I find. Like, can't go, you know, you got to know when to go and when not to, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. There's a yeah. moment, you know? Yeah. So, let's take it back to music a little bit.
0: So, you work with a lot of legends. So I guess that technically makes you a legend.
1: I mean- People throw that word (laughs) around. People throw that word around. A little too much, huh? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's too much, I don't like, you know, I try to keep it humble and, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't know if I deserve to be on that, you know, scale yet, but you know, it's not my my decision, so.
0: Yeah. So what was it like working with like people like Meth or Julie Black or like Cardinal? like these are people that laid the foundation for a lot of, you know, Wu Tang was huge impact on had a yeah. huge impact on me.
1: Like, well, yeah, so- the, One thing that I noticed is the energy. There's a, there seems to be a really strong energy with a lot of these artists. Um, some of the moments I had were, were like, wow. You know, a lot of times I'm like, wow. Mm. wow. I still get that, even though I know some of the people like 10 years, 20 years now, I'm like, wow. I'm still like, wow, you know, Um, I appreciate them. I appreciate it. I appreciate the situation. Um, I try to keep myself grounded. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I do have moments where I, I, you know, I'm proud, you know, because I had a rough journey sometimes and a lot of sacrifice. It wasn't always easy, but there, Mm -hmm. there are times, you know, I, I I hold my head high because I'm thankful I get to do what I do. I'm I'm, you know, like I might be driving. Like one of the things I like to do is um, when I'm working on a song. I like I think a lot when I drive, so I like to hear what I'm working on when I'm driving. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'll be out driving, and and people are hearing what I'm working on and they don't know, right? And um I I enjoy that because it's exclusive. That's one thing I enjoy. But back to the question just being around the legends is like, like it's a privilege. And anytime mm-hmm. I get to be in those situations, I try to just enjoy the moment. Um guys like Meth, Meth is like one of the coolest dudes you'll ever hang out with. Mm-hmm. Um always show me love. Um uh it's it's that energy, it's that spirit, man. Like you can't you can't hide, you know, you can't fake it. Hmm. So when you connect with somebody, it's got to be real anyway. So yeah. I've seen it go the other way. And sometimes it's, you know, I can't speak for those people, but like I find myself is, I just try to keep it real and genuine. And and usually that that works and shines through and people can tell when you're, you're real or not. And, you know, I don't try to have an ego because, you know, it's not, you know, life's too short. So okay. I just, I'm thankful that I've been lucky enough to be around some of the people I've been around. I mean, you know, I've sat in the studio and I've, I've told the story because I've had to been telling stories, but I mean, I was, once I was in the studio, it was all the Wu-Tang was there. And I was just sitting in the in front of the console engineering, i just like <laughs> and looking and I would go, everybody's doing their thing and you know, we're working and I'm just like, I wasn't like, it's not like I was their engineer and that was like with them recording all this time. But I was like, I I remember I was at Mirror Image and somebody called and was like, yo, can you go cover for somebody? I was like, yeah, because some people know, like they can count on me. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not going to go in there and freak out or like, you know, so I get thrown in situations like that. And it's cool because you know, I could appreciate it. So I, you know, I've had moments like that where I'm like, wow, that was fun, you know, like just just being being in the scenario, right? And it's mm-hmm. great because you meet a lot of people that way. And, and mm-hmm. I've, I've made a lot of great connections through a lot of the people I work with. So, I mean, you know, like guys like Cardinal, Socrates, yeah. um, those guys were like brothers. Um, and it's amazing to see how everybody's done their own thing over time. You know, it's been a long time. So, I mean, yeah. You know, to even be here in 2020, be relevant, and yeah. to have history, you know, I couldn't I couldn't imagine that I would be able to have this sort of opportunity, so I'm, you know, like, if I just took everything up until this point, I'm good. Like, I always tell people, I had, my dreams were, like, here, and I got to do all this, so, I mean, anything else is great. Like it's bonus. You know? Yeah, so
0: it's all love, right? I so, can't... like... You got to work on like the OVO and the the ground level of all of that. When that was popping off. Yeah. You got a plaque there? Yeah, see? Like crazy, man. Like did you did you predict that that
1: would blow like
0: Drake would blow
1: the way he blew? I knew Drake was gonna blow up regardless. He was blowing. I was in the States when he was um that, that mixtape was blowing up. I see uh-huh. it. I was like, Oh, they love him down here. He's good. So I knew he was gonna be fine and blow up. Um, but I didn't you know, a lot of times people get a deal and they have a couple of good records and then, you know, there's a sophomore jinx. There's all kinds of things that come into play. But I mean, his artistry and, and it just shows you what kind of talent he is that it's it's beyond that level. It's like a, like a, there's stars and there's superstars and like he just took it to a whole other level. Nobody could have predicted. So, I mean, yeah. you know, just to even, even if that didn't happen, it still would have been a good look. But mm-hmm. just to be a part of that, that's that that takes it to another level. So I mean that helps. It definitely helps me. Um and I'm not really involved there anymore. I'm kind of doing my own thing mm-hmm. because I kind of thought that it, it would be important for me to like you know, I'm Def Squad all day. So I'm yes, yes. back in New York all the time. And those that's my family and those guys have been there. And these guys are my brothers too. But yeah. Um I just was like, you know, it's it's time for me to like build something for myself, right? And uh, that's what I've been doing with the painting and the, and the designing and, and it's not just music, right? Mm-hmm. So, so that's your yeah. that's your shirt design? Yeah, this is, you know, the Death Squad Chief, right? Ah, uh, okay, okay, nice, nice. What I've been doing, what I like to do is flip hip hop logos into indigenous. Um, uh-huh. Last night, I, I'm actually about to make it, I just did, um, Y-N-C-M-B, YNCMB. Uh huh, Young Native. <laughs> it came into a Young, young Native Creator. What was it Young Native Creator Makes Blessings? Uh-huh. Something I have to look it up, but I flipped it. I like to flip them, you know? Yeah. And so that's kind of, it's given me a lot of this has been one thing's leading to another kind of thing. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, that's that's fun it's creative and you know it's you're open and anything you know it's 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 interesting because you don't know what could happen and that's the thrill of it all right mm-hmm. so i'm loving it so that's how you would sort of describe your visual uh art style like
0: more or less taking those uh hip-hop Culture things and flipping them. No, into that's something, more
1: design. Or... I mean, that, that could be considered art, but when it comes to painting, I have like a few different styles and design. I just kind of like a lot of that comes from ceremony, some of it comes from just vision or just like inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, but that the reason I got into this was because of the painting, uh-huh. right? And then somebody said, Well, it's a medium thing, I wouldn't consider. Computer stuff, art, but yet it is it's just a different medium, and school or what they taught me, but like I would always think I have to do it physically, mm-hmm. so I've been taking that out of myself, and so I mean the computer stuff is like a whole new medium, and so i'm I'm trying to expand my horizons and try different mediums, you know what I'm saying, yeah, I feel you.
0: I kind of yeah. jump between both as well, so I got the paintings in the back, and then I got I do T-shirts too. So it's uh, it's interesting to see how the different things work your brain in a different way. Mm-hmm. And I started to think about T-shirts as like a different type of canvas in a way, but at the same time, I'm trying to accomplish a very specific
1: goal with the T-shirt that I'm not necessarily trying to accomplish with a painting. Right. So, right. Right. And they can you can go you can do both. Yeah it can transcend different. So, I mean, it's almost like there's no rules unless you want there to be rules. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. right. It depends on what you're trying to do, right? Everybody has a different, you know, plan, right? So, you yeah. know, I it's always been like one thing leads to another. So, I mean, it's like, who knows? I'm, you know, anything's possible. That's how I always look at it. Right, right. So, what do you, um, what would you say you love most
0: about, like, you're, you're really living this creative life. Like, Yeah. have you, could you imagine doing like a nine to five? Is that it?
1: I had a lot of moments about, you know, I got to <laughs> go fucking nine, nine to five and um, I couldn't, now I'm so, I'm so into a routine mm-hmm. of how to make it work, how to, you know, it, it it wasn't easy. I didn't plan on getting to this point, but there was a point when I, kind of went, okay, I guess this is what I'm doing. I better figure out a way to make this work. Right. Because I'm supposed to be doing this because, you know, it's become a thing. So, mm-hmm. no, I couldn't. Um, but I would in the right situation, mm. right? Mm-hmm. You know? So, I mean, I wouldn't rule it out. It all yeah. depends on what it is. Um, but I'm, I'm fortunate even to be able to do what I'm doing. So, I mean, mm-hmm. most people want to do that and they can't. Yeah. Right. And so like, and there's a balance and not to say I didn't have a nine to five before. Yeah. Like, but a lot of times when I tried to go do that, I couldn't get it. And the, like, I, I would get pulled back and right. I'm like, why can't it be <laughs> normal? That would be the thing. And then I guess there's a reason. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah.
0: So like f- to keep it moving is basically like you have to come up with, OK, you're always sort of constantly working on a project.
1: Is it that, that's yeah? Like I mean, like, the last couple of days I've been like, um, catching up, but um, yeah, I kind of gotta like, I gotta keep creating. Like, that's why I made up the, what I made up last night. Like, I had to do some some work, I have to do some, um, some documents and stuff. I'm working out for something like interviews and stuff like that, and I'm like, ah, I gotta get that done. But then before I went to bed, I was like, ah, and I start looking around, what can I come up with? Before, mm-hmm. but let me try something before I go to bed. Because sometimes I'll come up with an idea before I sleep and put it out there. And then when I wake up the next day, everybody's like, yo, I want one. Da, da. And people are <laughs> coming. And I'm like, well, see. And I've had ones where they just, even if they hit for a little bit, I think to myself, well, shoot, what if I didn't do that? And even if I made 500 bucks just from that idea, mm-hmm. that's money that I wouldn't have had if I didn't, you know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. You gotta push yourself, and I don't. I don't push myself in a way like, oh, you gotta, gotta go. I try to keep it in the rotation, right? Like so that there's a um, there's some movement. I don't want to get stagnant, you know. Like, hmm. you can't be lazy. Yeah. You know, I I I want to just watch TV all day too. Sometimes, but I can't. <laughs> like, I can't. I have to eat. Yes. Um. So you yeah. know, there's a lot to be said about that, right? Yeah. So like, would you, what would
0: you say is like one of the biggest challenges then from the music side? Uh, Is it like finding artists to work with or like finding projects? Like is, has that ever just, are you, are you just at a point where you're so established
1: they just sort of come to you? Well, finding artists is not necessarily hard. Um, I don't want to say so established. I've been doing this. So, I mean, I've done certain things. I've done the, the Where I work at a studio and I mix whatever comes in the door, engineer or yeah. whatever comes in the door. Or I've done the where I'm trying to be, do every, the hottest record all the time. That guy, I've, I've done that or, um, you know, I've tried different. So now I'm in a situation now where I'm like, oh, I'm good. I could do whatever I want. No, I'm just kind of like, in the last 10 years, I've been trying to like live life a little more instead mm-hmm. of just being locked in a studio all the time. Yeah, uh, What well, can be good? But I've done that. So now I'm kind of like trying to find a balance between Mm. everything. Not only do music, find different lanes. Um, And, you know, if I can do some on certain levels, I'll do it. It's not going to be, it's, it doesn't have to be my end all be all. Everybody's, sometimes you're just trying to make it. And I'm like, I don't want to say i made it, but I'm fortunate enough that I get to do this Mm. in whatever capacity. Right. So um, I'm thankful and happy, so I'm not really, like, at a place where I was, like, like, I'm hungry, but I'm not, like, I'm, I'm like, I don't have to prove anything mm. to myself. Yeah. I don't have to prove anything to anybody else. Yeah. It's, like, I never did. It was always about proving something to yourself. And then, so, to myself, I'm, like, yeah, I'm good. I, you know, I, I don't, I, I've done more than I thought I could mm-hmm. so I mean that's rewarding in itself and I'm I don't need to you know like yeah it'd be nice to have like 20 million dollars yeah <laughs> we all but that's not my measuring so. yeah my yeah. life is so like there's so much blessings in my life outside of money and material things that you know I have things that people don't have yeah and yeah. things you can't buy Got so it. that's what's important uh, my biggest issue is you know Trying to find the right space for me to settle down. It's my, mm. like, like, I need to find, I'm tired of moving. I just want to find a one place. And because where I'm at now is becoming too small and I need more space. And that's really, you know, I'm getting older. I'm not, I'm not you know, your priorities change. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's for, what it is. for real. Like, you
0: don't find, like, I'm curious in so the music industry, do you find, like, it's like I see you, so you said you're settling down but I always picture when you're in music you tend to have to just be in that nightlife a lot more in general. Yeah I
1: used to, you know, I used to DJ I used to go out sometimes I used to go out like I used to have a big studio or work at a big studio and, and and I you know I'd leave the session and go to the club. Yeah. Just so I could hear the mixes and see what's popping and now it's also different because I mean I probably get by and most people aren't going to think I'm, I'm too old mm-hmm. when I'm in the club. Like mm-hmm. I'm not, like, I don't want to be in the club with kids that are my or kids that are my kids age,
0: yeah. but
1: it's not so bad. It's not like I don't have white hair. I'm not yeah. like all wrinkly. So it's not, I don't. Yeah. I don't, you know who I am. You're going to be like, Oh shit. So it's not too bad, but I don't feel the need to have to do that anymore Yeah, because, and I do sometimes, but like I don't drink mm-hmm. and I'm not, you know, my motives for going out were, sometimes were to listen to music, sometimes recreational, you know? Yeah. And it's a different time. So, and now you can't even go, they don't even have the clubs. But I mean, before the yeah. COVID thing, it was, and there's a lot of violence in the city too, but I just been trying to like, keep it the opposite and low key because I already did it all and seen it yeah. all. And like, sometimes it just doesn't change. It's like the same party. Absolutely. People. I had a good time, I'm good, you know, yeah. you know, no complaints. No complaints.
0: <laughs> so uh, what, is there anything you want to talk about for the, the new album? Like anything specific you want people to know about it?
1: Um, yeah, it's a story. You should listen to it from beginning to end if you get a chance. Okay. Uh, you know, um, I was going to say September, June 29th. You know, it's on all platforms. Um, okay. I'm very proud of the record. Um, I hope it resonates the way I I seen it. Um, it's it it's special. It's different, and you know, I'm hoping people take away from it what I brought forth. So, I mean, if you get a chance, at least take a listen to it.
0: Hmm. Yeah i I really enjoyed it, and I do. It's interesting for me. Like i I can sense. It kind of has like a, I, I get a little bit of boom bat. Like I feel like it's hip hop, but that I also feel that like strong indigenous culture connected. And I can see how you really did a good job of, of infusing the two together. And yeah. then you have that, that intro at the beginning, just kind of explaining how they, they're one and the same. So like, actually who, um, I'm not familiar. Ernie, uh, Ernie Paniccioli? Penic- Panicoli, yeah. Panicoli. okay. And like, who like
1: who is he? You don't know anything about Ernie, so Ernie is no. uh, Ernie grew up in Ernie's from Brooklyn. He grew okay. up in Brooklyn, the Bronx, and he's the um, Cree Cree man who started doing photography from graffiti. Okay, he pictures the graffiti writers, which led him to doing the rappers, uh-huh. and his is he a thirty-year history of. Um, You know, he's one of the most prominent photographers in hip-hop. There's a book out there called Hip-Hop at the End of the World. So he shot everybody. Like, he shot everybody. Pac, Big, you name it. Ernie was there. So the reason Ernie brought this teaching into my life. Okay. Ernie was, we have a similar story. I mean, I didn't get to engineer all those people, but I mean... We know a lot of the same people. We have we have this connection, and, and it was appropriate. And he was a perfect, you know, person. He he's so deep. Mm. He's so kind, and you know, um, it was appropriate. And and he brings a lot to the table. I mean, he legit. There's a lot of cosigns. If you look at like Ernie's a cosign. The Squadron is a cosign. Like these yeah. are like real. Like this is not a. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping it real. Like, this, yeah. is, we this is who we are. Right. So like. It's yeah. You got EPMD throughout the album. Come on. Yeah. You know, who does that? <laughs> no I've been, on, <laughs> I've been on the road with them. I yeah. have been in the studio with them, I've been on the road with them. They're like my big, I could call them right now. They're like my big brothers. Like who has that? Yeah. Who has that? Like, I'm so lucky that I can even, you know, these are all relationships built over time and, You know, when you spend time with people and you bond, that's what it is, you know? I've been Mm -hmm. very fortunate to be able to spend time with people like that, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, yeah, it's it's amazing. So like,
0: would you say that being like a nice guy or a good person in general in this industry goes a long way?
1: Well, you gotta have a little bit of both because not everybody's gonna tell you I'm nice. (laughs) <laughs> I have moments and then I take shit from people um I don't like abuse and I don't you know I don't appreciate like I give respect and I I command respect and I you know I think that's you know everybody deserves that but mm-hmm. everybody acts like that so I mean I'm a nice guy but don't cheat on me you know what I'm saying Got gotcha. you. So you don't play that superstar shit. If they try that superstar I'm not, shit, mm. I'm not a superstar. I don't be all hype. Like people come up to me, I'm like, I'm not Mr. Cool. Come say what's yeah. up. Hey, how you doing? I'm not. I I'm like, you know, what's crazy is America has made me a better person in a lot of ways because people in Canada always think Americans are one way or another or mean or whatever. But like, mm-hmm. it's made me nicer because of the, the the some of the swag and some of the language I pick up from just being there so long yeah like I it, it makes me I act like in Toronto sometimes people have this energy like they're like they're not happy or whatever that so, but I'm not like that I got that Brooklyn long round, hey how you doing like I'm mm-hmm. you no know, I want to be in a good mood I want to be I'll talk to strangers I'm like but I yeah. get a lot of that energy and like that came from like being around seeing it in America and, and like I love that energy. It's Mm -hmm. great. Like, why not be happy? So I'm, you know, I'm not. I'm not no superstar shit over here. I'm just Mm -hmm. like, hey, what's up? I'm nobody. Nobody knows who I am. Uh So it's perfect because I have this mystique in a way where I have this this deep history, but nobody knows who I am. I can move freely. Ain't nobody gonna stop me and be like, yeah. Like people will stop me in the street. Like, yo, gee, like there's people who know and people call me legend, but I don't walk around like. You know what yeah. I'm saying?
0: That's like, that's the uh, I heard the great thing about a, being a, like a producer in that way. It's like the people who know know, but right, you but know, bubble.
1: So can it's good. Good.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. It is good like that. And then you, when they try to figure it out, like, yo, who's this guy? Like, who do you think you are? Yeah. Like, I've had most you yo, who do you think you are? And I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> and they're like, oh shit. And I'm like, why? You're the one who came with it, so like you know, yeah, so you. yeah. So what's the change uh, on people too? Because you're supposed to love me no matter what, not supposed to, but oh uh, yeah, you have to be nice to me no matter what. It shouldn't be about what I got. Exactly, right. respect. Yeah. I, I, I
0: mean, I not that I've accomplished a whole lot, but I, I've stuck a, I, well, I know what you mean. Yeah, but well,
1: this Doesn't is the thing. Matter. Like I, I walked those streets, see a piece, um, a homeless person, and I trying to treat them with the same respect. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Like they're a person too, and that could be me. So mm-hmm. you know, that's all yeah. I'm saying.
0: No, this is it, this is it. Treat everybody with respect. Unless we, we love each other, yeah. right? Yep. So what's uh what's like the biggest piece of advice you give for someone pursuing
1: a career in music? Uh, I keep getting the question like this and the answer I usually give is just, really kind of like it's more work ethic okay passion and you got to do the work and you mm. know the shortcuts but you gotta like you gotta form a plan and just just plug away at it you gotta like you know this record took me a long time to get to this point but, yeah. and, but i didn't stop i didn't abandon I didn't you know i put it down sometimes mm. but i got i've seen it through finishing a yeah. lot of people start but they don't finish mm. Gotta finish it i've done stuff in Put it out or whatever and it doesn't not put it out like release but I mean like sometimes it doesn't work out mm-hmm. you can't put expectations mm-hmm. you know? and that's right. the biggest place I could give hard work and you know it's not don't put everything can't ride on it mm-hmm. sometimes it'll work out but nah, not always right so you know be realistic. Yeah. so know. like
0: you find yourself like working constantly
1: like, oh I, I, I do I sometimes I go hard for days, but like I have waves. Then you chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to get off of um I'm kinda of looking forward to the album coming out so I can take a break. I've been yeah. uh, working and I built up um work that I gotta get done after because the balance is a balance. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I don't know what's gonna happen after this. So I'm That's just right. trying to try to keep my head on straight.
0: Yeah. All right, well, David, thank you for doing
1: our Pays me. I appreciate you sharing some wisdom. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Anytime um, you want to get it, get in touch, holler at me anytime. My album's coming out, you know, in like eight days, nine days. So I mean, I'm excited to share that with the world.
0: Uh, yeah, actually, I how how could I forget? How can people get in touch with you and all of that good stuff? Find you online and all that on uh,
1: instagram i'm at at David. Strickland. i'm on facebook facebook.com slash certain man i'm not really on twitter i have a website that's under construction but it's there davidstricklandstudios.com yeah. um and i have a, a merch square um store yeah um, and for the most part um you know i'm not hard to find if you really want to find me um and, you know, I do get out to Halifax a lot. So, I mean, okay, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to come out. I heard they're opening the province up. So I'm trying to get out there next month or maybe in August. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it would be really dope to link up or something when I get out there or whatever. I mean, I'm always in chill mode. So I like to hang sure. out. Sure. Yeah. Hit so, me up.
0: Hit me keep up. In touch,
1: um, keep, keep the dialogue open. And, you know, you never know what could happen. We could always build in some way. Who knows?
0: Yeah. Yeah, shit, we could do a collab with the brands too.
1: Let's
0: go, baby.
1: <laughs> I'm always about it, about it. So yeah, man, thank you for having me and please keep in touch. And all right. Shout out to everybody out there who's um going through the struggle and you know, just um keep that faith, you know. Love yourself and you know, we all gotta just keep working harder.
0: Dope. All right, David Strickland, peace thank you so much for listening to the art pays me podcast thank you to the beats for the theme music if you got anything out of this show please rate review and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on the more you do this the more reach the podcast gets and the more artists i can help learn to make a living at what they love if you want to know more about what i do hit me up at artpaysme.com or at ArtPaysMe on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest. See y'all next time.